Welcome in to the Amon Green Show on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. 12-year NFL veteran. He's got some speed to go with strength. Huskers and Green Bay Packers Hall of Famer. Shovel pass to Green into Vikings territory. Finally brought down. And University of Nebraska eSports coach. your host, Amon Green. Let's get at it. Lambo leaps for everybody. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Lambo leaps for everybody. You can be a part of what we're about to do here. The great Amon Green is in studio. Um, 402-464-5685 is the starter him and text line. And, of course, the Honda Lincoln hotline if you want to call in. Uh, add to the show, please do so. You can do so on the text line. Uh, we're live. The Starter Heyman Live video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter live. And, of course, if you're sitting at home or if you're at work and you have Allo Cable, just pop it on channel 951 and you can check it out. Man, all on television. This nice. is not just radio, AG. No, I know. You got the very, uh, I say, the easy access to different platforms. Whatever way you consume, we want to feed you. Hey, that sounds good to me. How are you? Great one. What's happening? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Uh had a good weekend down in uh, Orlando with my godson and his family uh-huh. and uh, the Middle Eastern family. Um, been here for a lot of years, though. Uh, his dad's Indian, mom's Pakistani, and they just ended Ramadan. Yeah. And so when it, Ramadan ends, it's basically it's, like Thanksgiving every day. It's a party. Because they don't eat during the sun up. When sun goes down, that's when it's time to eat. And so now the last... Thursday, Friday. I mean, I ate so much in three days that I didn't have to. I didn't have to eat for the last two days. Did you go through? <laughs> did you go through with them? No, I just. Okay. You know, I say I say the first day I did Friday for Monday morning or Friday morning to wake up. Yes, I did. You know, just to you know, be a part of it a little bit. But then meeting other their other friends and actually seeing them go through their ritual prayer and everything, which was obviously very interesting and. and you get to experience that stuff. You know, I just sat there and watched, obviously. So, um, <laughs> powerful. Though. And Yeah, very powerful. I mean, it just shows, like, you know, because my, my good friend Mustafa, his dad, Oman's dad, named, actually named the son after me. Um, I've been knowing him for 20-plus years now. And I think it was the actual first time, maybe the second time, I actually seen him do the whole ritual prayer and get on her knees and bow and do their the chant and everything so very cool very very cool to see it because of the time of year where it is i've been around nba players who 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 went through Mm -hmm. and it was always amazing yeah it was always amazing to 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 just how do you process it's hard enough to play in the league or play in major league baseball under normal some guys on their football too because i remember guys coming to training camp or seeing interview saying hey i can't do this i can't eat this i can't drink this right now i'm like i don't know how it function I, <laughs> during the, training camp right like I, I just think it's amazing and again the will of human and, and the power yeah, of faith you, you figure it out you know you you get through it's that time of year right where in colleges lives are changing yeah yep in the nfl lives are changing about to change yep. <laughs> so walk us through the week of spring game what oh. do you remember most about going into spring game oh uh, man like for myself the way i was wired i was treating this like any other like a game like a game game not just i mean i knew it was practice yeah and we're going we're kind of going through the motions just to you know work out some different player plays 
or play or coaches wanted to see players you know work at certain positions because they hadn't seen them because they were redshirted or they were injured during this regular season so now this is their time to show up on the on the film and so you know for myself i know my first year um first part of it uh, sophomore spring i strained my right quad and so didn't do a whole lot but i ended up playing later in the spring game that year but then my junior year one i remember having a pretty good game um but yeah that mindset every week you know every day walking into that week was uh miss a regular game um i'm gonna prepare my body the same i'm gonna prepare mentally you know looking into the playbook even though i've been here two years three years going into my junior year and going you know had a season under my belt um going into my sophomore you know finishing up my freshman year into my sophomore um year and so it's just business as usual um i took anything on that field serious um and i knew at the end of the day you know my teammates were there to make me better and that's how i looked at it you know i, I didn't look at it like any other thing i look if it was you know uh, for us to get better that's what i try to do, try to use it as get better on the football field what was the crowd like then oh crazy <laughs> right i mean because yeah. i think they're expecting upwards of seventy thousand. right yeah we got new coaching staff and then and coming in and everything so it was it was packed in it was sold out um from top to bottom um i remember in high school when i was a recruit coming on um, either uh, my official or non-official you know, non, non -official visits, coming down to the spring game, watching it with my family or friends, um, and seeing the games being played and seeing it's like, wow, this is this is serious in terms of the people being there, you know, the fans being there. It's pretty pretty cool to see it. How important was that in the recruiting to, to get you over the edge? Um, for spring ball? Yeah, like mm -hmm. to see to walk in and see – Oh, they you know they're showing up like this for spring ball, right? With the fans, like for me, the fans wasn't a, like a driving force. Like I okay. knew that was part of the game. Yeah. Me, I mean, I was so in tune. And I told you this on the first episode when I was getting recruited, and I don't know if I mentioned, but I made a little notebook, a little some charts, and I made this chart where I like had certain categories: the weather, the scheme of offense. Um, the major, you know, I was wanting to go computer science at that time. So if the college had that, so I made this chart. And so that's where in recruiting, you know, I was like just dialed in from that aspect. So um, and seeing it schools that want to, you know, I also played baseball too. So I had that on the list, you know, because I was a dual sport athlete, wanted to keep that going from what I did in high school. Actually, I did three sports, I did football, baseball, and track. Um, but that mindset where, um, where I was dialed in, you know, Seeing the fans was like, you know, it's just icing on the cake. It's cool. You know, so, they're, so, su they're su supporting you. So you almost pulled a, a Strickland, and you would have played baseball as well. Oh, yeah. I wanted to. but What coach, position did you play? Uh, outfield. So left, right, center. I was I like center better. So you were Jock Jones. You were just out there. Having fun. <laughs> hitting, hitting home runs. Throwing people out from, uh, from center field at home base. Stuff like that. Did you did you think about it? Like, once you were here, did you think, oh, yeah. you know what? That, that, first, that first spring ball, I asked Coach Solich. And I can't remember if it was Coach Solich or Coach Osborne. And I was like, because uh, I already had talked to the head co the baseball coach. I can't remember his name now. But I remember talking to him in the fall. Say, hey, yeah, I'm going to come over here in the spring. And then when spring got here, and I'm like, I, it was like a week before we got off of break. And I came back, and we I had talked to him before that break and said, yeah, I'll be here after break. And he was, like, super excited. And then spring – You back. imagine some coach just – I'm on green, teased him and said, I'll be here in the spring. And he's just running around campus just like this is the greatest day ever. Oh, man. Would that have been Coach Sanders? Yes. It would have been Coach Sanders, 95, 96. <sighs> and Coach Sanders, we all cry for you today. Oh, man. We I'll all be, weep for you today. That's one thing. I was like, oh. <laughs> He was just like, hey, I was I ready. 
I was ready. <laughs> but it didn't, you know, couldn't play it, but did, did my spring ball, respected my coaches and everything, and just went went with it. But I use it to, like I said, get better. I looked at it as a regular a game, you know. It just still was interesting learning that I had to do that. Just thought that, you know, resting your body was a good thing too. So yeah. I, I was thinking about all that, all that at the same time. But once I was like, this is part of the routine by my junior, my sophomore and junior year, then I was like, this is the way, you know, it's okay. You know, we'll, we'll figure it out and learn the plays a little bit tighter, a little bit better to get ready for the fall. We're going to – so through the course of the hour, we're, I mean, I, I, anytime you get online, it's an encyclopedia of, of <laughs> stories and information. And then we'll get into what he's actually doing and, and a lot of the focus – um, of esports and, and, and go through that. But as you're telling this story, the curiosity becomes, okay, so what was on that list? You said there was a list of boxes, categories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was what was the list and what was priority one? Priority one, it was obviously the, the major. Okay. Computer science. And then priority two was the offensive scheme. It was there, run first team or pass first team. Okay. You know, and then if they were pass first, how much did the running back get the ball? You know, so I did, you know, it wasn't no internet big around that time. So I would just get books or get information. Yeah, you went to the old, what was it? Um, the programs. The, the, the street. And, uh, oh, what, what book oh, the, oh, yeah. I know you're talking about. <laughs> uh, something in street. Yeah. Two names. Yeah. Two names. Yeah. yeah. It, that it would come. And when, when, when they came out. It was like literally every athlete in the country would buy the uh, Street and Smith. Street and Smith. That's, that's what, what it was. was. Yeah. yeah. So you. That's how you stocked information back in the day, and how yeah. you, how you compared yourself, um, and then how you were recruited because college right. coaches had their noses in this thing to do that. The scheme itself, and then you make the decision. Okay, this these boxes are checked. Yeah. And then, as a three sport athlete, did you ever consider running track while you were here? One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, it was on the radar too. But once I got in the spring ball heavy, then I kind of like, nah, I'm not gonna worry about it. I, as long as I could, you know, somehow keep my speed, you know, during training and off season for football, that was the only thing I wanted to do because that's what I knew in high school that kept my speed up. Yeah, you know, doing spring track, going, you know, and going to practices. That was obviously how you did it. You know, going to the meets was part of it, but it's practices where you got better running, learning how to breathe. The arm technique, your your leg lift, all that stuff, that technique to run fast. Yeah. And when I started doing it my freshman year, it was like leaps and bounds from my freshman year at, at Omaha North to sophomore year and then junior year at Omaha Central where I had three years of spring under my – or three springs under my belt by my junior year, how my speed development progressed. And it was awesome because I was, you know, very fast but then heavy at the same time, you know, being 195 or 205 my junior and senior year running um, during during the spring ball, during our during spring track when I was in high school. Did, yeah. did you win the state title? Um, my, my senior year, yes. Yep. I came in second, slipped. to st- I'll never forget it was Stanifer from Lincoln High. Uh-huh. So and, you always know who yeah, got you. Yeah, and I slipped out of the blocks, and I still made up ground, but not enough. Um, but I told myself then, I said, I'm, I'm not going to slip next year, and I'm going to win every event to get here back to state, and I did that. And um, then – you know, it was great, great feeling to get that. You know, my senior year, a lot of work put into that to finish it off right. I mean, did you ever look across the fence at at, at Nebraska's track team and uh, I could I could probably get. I would talk to them all the time. The sprinters, the sprinters. Yeah. I, was like, what, I was like, "What y'all do at practice today?" Yeah, like I can get, I can get, I, I, I could be I'm the like, number your, one. I'm like, "What's your?" I mean, you know, when indoor started early, you know, I'm like, "What's your 55?" You know, they were telling me, you know, 5.1 or something, five something or six something. Mm. I'm like, "Oh, I'm like, what's your hundred? What's your 200?" 
Because I remember my last fast 200 was a 21.9 my senior year. And then my fast, my first two, 100 my senior year, we ran at Miller South. I went 10.3. And so I was like, okay. You know, when I asked them, I was like, all right. And it just kind of teased it a little bit. But then I had to get out of there. <laughs> I just, no, that that's crazy. And then you said it, 195 to 205. Yeah, that was my weight then. For some reason, I got heavier during the track season. I don't know what it was. But, no, at Central, I know what it was. It was powerlifting in the winter. I was coming out of that, and then on top of that, then going into sprint training. But I mean, but don't you think that helped you? One hundred percent. Yeah, like I mean, one hundred percent. Especially in that era, that's when I, mean, my, I come from a family of sprinters, and I knew that for a while, all the way up until eighty, eighty or so, the conversation was lifting will slow you down. Like don't no. do don't do that. Nope. And then it, you know, then folks are like, no, that's not true. No. At 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 Nebraska. At 205, did you feel big enough? Oh, when I got here, I was actually five pounds heavier, so I was 210. Did you feel year. like, you know what, you were strong enough, you, you knew you were fast enough? Yeah, I knew I was fast enough. That you were strong enough to take the pounding? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I ran physical in high school. Um, it's something my brothers taught me. Uh, film I watched on guys like Walter Payton, Bo Jackson, Marcus Allen. You know the way they ran the ball, ready caught the ball at the backfield. Oh, you're reading my mind now. I oh, got, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm writing, I'm writing this. Do you, you walk right into this one? <laughs> okay. See, and it, oh, every yeah. night, like the best way for folks to get to know you is, is, is these questions. Oh yeah. So give me that Mount, Mount Rushmore running backs. Oh, well, number one for me, Walter Payton. Okay. I, mean, I know he's not the all-time leading rusher in the NFL anymore. He's been, you know, knocked down a little bit, but from a good, another good running back, Emma Smith. So Walter Payton for me. Okay. And then it's Bo Jackson. Okay. And then Marcus Allen. Okay. And then and then I'll put Emmett up there. You put Emmett over over James uh, over Jim Brown. Uh oh shoot yeah I almost forgot about JB I can't like he, is he, the, I, is he like because to me he's the goat he's the goat yeah um so no he's a, he's I'll go JB and then Emmett and I got JB I got a jersey from him signed and he <sighs> and he said for me on the you know Jim Brown from one to another. I thought that was – I mean, that's the sweetest do you, I got. Do you pay attention to today's runner and say, you know what, I would still be great today? Yes. Or they would they would struggle back in the day? In ter- if, 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 yeah, if, for some running backs that I see pro and college, I could tell right away they'll be fine if they're playing during my time Okay. and vice versa. I could say, like for today, the way the game's played, all the rule changes, I'll be fine. Actually, I might be – I'll be fine. But for defenses, I'd be a problem. Be a problem. <laughs> well, you're a problem. You're a problem there. Yeah, because <laughs> just the physicality and knowing knowing the game, the way I learned the game as I got older, um, being smart, you know, about your body, taking care of your body in off season and all that recovery stuff. But then also the mentality. I just actually met an old, old classmate of mine, uh, Glenn Mitchell. Um, he's a principal up in Omaha, and uh, I met his son Elijah, who's a recruit. And just talking to them today at the spring ball practice. And I, I mentioned him, and I say it to this a lot of players, you know, in in uh, traditional sports and my esports players, where a lot of game really, I mean, especially for esports, it's all it's like ninety percent, it's like ninety nine percent mental for esports. But for traditional sports, and some Aaron Graham told me when I was a freshman because I was having a rough practice, a lot of MAs, a lot of mental errors going on, mm-hmm. and uh, he saw me frustrated, beat myself up. He said, "Ag, don't beat yourself up." He said, but, you know, you're a hard worker. You're going you're gonna to continue to keep working until you not mess up where you understand the plays, you understand the words and the verbiage. But just know that 90% of the game is mental and 10% of the game is physical. 
So you got the 10% down. He said, just continue to focus and, you know, bust your butt in that playbook. You'll be fine. And so that kind of calmed me down, stopped beating myself up a little bit to uh, get everything. Because I wanted, you know, I was almost a perfectionist. When want I wanted, it now, yeah. perfect. When it went it right. I went it right. So I uh, heard that from him. And he was, you know, he's on the field. He's in practice with me going through it, too. So that kind of calmed me down. Like, okay, I got a teammate that just helped me with some good advice. He supported me, too. You know, so that just made me calm down and just get a little bit more tighter focus. Before we get to the first break, you talking about the physical, the mental, and a big part of it, and I think the big, a big hill to climb for this program, this Nebraska program this year, with new coaches, new players, and even the returning players having to start over and learn. Yep. How important is it on a scale of you know out of that magical pie that has a hundred percent, right? <laughs> Yeah. How much? How important? What percentage of importance in developing the program and elevating the program is film study? Oh, because <laughs> because it's the thing that like people all the like the star rating bothers me because it doesn't it can't calculate no. somebody's real IQ when it comes to the game and how hard they're going to work at learning what they need to know about mm-hmm. the game. So in your mind. Okay, you're now the you're now the team coach. You're the program coach. Mm-hmm. Film study. How important is it? It's priority number one. It's ninety percent. It's, it's what Aaron said. I mean, it hasn't changed. And I say what esports is ninety nine percent because the one percent is you know obviously you're moving your fingers if you're holding a controller or mouse and keyboard, your controller and arm um, on the key, your fingers on the keyboard. But in traditional sports, it's still that ninety percent. You know, like I was telling Elijah, I said regardless of how physical um, you have, if you have all the physical abilities. That you could do everything. You could jump out the world. You could catch the, any type of ball coming your way. The stuff we see with a lot of kids today on, you know, their Instagram or TikTok, you know, doing, you know, big catches like Odell Beckham and all that. That's great and fine, Danny. I'm like, but what happens when you make a mistake? You know, where do you, where does your head go when you didn't catch the ball that you should have caught, or it was an incomplete pass, and if you would have caught it, would have been a first down or a touchdown. Where do you go then? You know, do you beat yourself up and get right? Or do you just like I'm 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 out my game my mental is gone, and because if your mental is gone then yeah physically you're not gonna be there for your teammates or yourself, so you got you gotta learn how to basically turn the page, you in the moment so you can't you can't come off the field coach can't come time out to have a talk with you, you're in the middle of the game you gotta keep you gotta turn that page, water off a duck's back you gotta do that to then step up to the next play and be like all right I'll, I'll fix that later, I gotta play this dude I gotta cover this guy or I gotta beat this DB. Or I got you know set up my alignment so I can hit these this run game right and hit the run if it's right so then I pick up the next play first down touchdown whatever you got can just continue to, and don't let that mistake slow you down basically. It, there, there's so much depth to it. This is why I love talking to AG because <clears throat> again you you get that other side of it. Uh, the part that folks may not know about AG the mm-hmm. cerebral part is important. <laughs> Heart and character matter. We'll throw it to break when we come back. AG I want to get into you identifying talent in these sports. Yes. Uh, I want to know, there's some studs walking around the campus of University of Nebraska, yeah. Lincoln, when it comes to esports. Mm-hmm. i give you a chance to shine a light on some future stars and names that folks that do not follow esports or may not be experts would want to know. All right. So we'll get that covered with you. AG's with us. We'll be right back.